the Mida podcast. I'm Edna Zoe, your host. Um, it's episode 20. We made it. Super excited. Um, that's 20 guests, 20 people sharing their stories. And I just wanted to say a huge, huge thank you. Thank you for um, all of my guests, all the listeners, um, which are from all around the world, come to find out. Uh, so shout out to all of you guys. And all the supporters, I really appreciate you guys just being here through this journey and just being able to share my story. So I'm really excited. This is, this is my season finale. Um, and I'm excited about today's guest. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So yeah, let's dive in. Welcome my 20th guest of season two, Jamie. Woo! Hi. Hi. I want to get like an app where I like, has the clapping <laughs> you just but I haven't done it yet the buttons like yeah you just push a button yeah that's how you push it it's like Wah! live audience we're working on it we're working on it live how audiences are you? can't happen yeah it's happening I'm good yeah how are you I'm so good so thank you for joining me I'm really excited that you're here and excited to share your story and today we're gonna talk about love right your story, um, your journey into finding love. I don't know about my journey. Maybe just like a little bit of everything. I know yeah. I love your title because it just opens it up. Yeah. So maybe we just go on a journey. Let's see do where, it. And see, see oh, where it shit. takes us. Buckle in, people. Buckle in. We'll just see where it might go because it could go several places. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. So, so let's do it. Okay. Well, I guess, uh, try to introduce myself. Maybe please. All right. Yeah. So hi, I'm Janie. Um, I am originally from Texas and I know it's near and dear to Edna. Yeah. So so, see, I tracked Texas. Look what happened. You're here (laughs) in my home. We're we're both, we're both in Colorado, (laughs) both in Colorado. Um, but yeah, so originally from there, you know, my journey from where I was living to where I am now, I've lived in multiple places, but, um, really kind of like my journey says a lot. Cause I grew up in a really big city. I grew up in Houston. Yeah. And then I went from Houston to this tiny little town, which some people could say they have a lot smaller town and they do, but my yeah. town, it was in the middle of nowhere. You know, we had one high school. Um, I did have about 400 kids in my class, which is a lot, yeah. but it's still one high school and we all knew each other, but, um, that was about, I went through the whole, all of high school. Um, but going from Houston, this huge, huge city to this little like, town, literally H town smack dab in the like middle, the fourth biggest city in the United States. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it is today, but it was then like, I took the Metro to school, which if no one knows what the Metro is, it is a public transportation bus. Yes. <laughs> Um, and that's, that was my life. And at what age though? I started, I think I, I mean, I started in fourth grade. Yeah, I, I did. Um, See, cause we moved away from where we were living, where I could walk to school. And so, yeah. yeah. So the Metro, um, what, how old is that? Parents fourth like fourth grade. Oh, so what you're five when you're in kindergarten. So five, first, second, third, so that's like, it's like maybe, maybe you're, I don't know, 10. Yeah. Oh my God. That's my nephew. 10, no. 11? no. What grade is your nephew in? Uh, oh yeah, you right? sure is. Okay. Girl. <laughs> My bad. Bro, I was I literally just like thinking about so fourth grade. So yeah, ten, and it was really a moment of just like it, I didn't think about it, but as an adult, like who does that? Yeah, right? like yeah. and and even just as a parent, it's just like no one in this day would ever let their kid do not now oh my gosh. So that's I don't know. That's like my 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 city story is kind of an, a little prerequisite to what my life was after that. But, um, yeah, I, I, am kind of an anomaly. My, 
I am still with the person I met than the only person I have ever had sex with. Mm. Um, my husband and I, he, we have been together for, it'll be 15 years this, wow. this coming and That's that'll amazing. be together. So yeah. married, um, for 10. Wow. So we'll, That's our amazing. 10 year wedding anniversary will be next year. And, um, you know, I, I've listened to so many fun stories that you've had on your podcast. And I will say there's a moment where you are, you know, you think about your life and you think about where you were and, and I never, ever thought I would be this person with someone this long. And when I grew up, I wanted to be Samantha from sex in the city. Oh my gosh. Okay. Like she was my dream. Okay. Like my wet dream. Yeah. Right. <laughs> she, oh my she, gosh. She was the person I wanted to be like. I was never, I never put myself in this position to think like I'm going to be with this person forever. And like it, it was, it just happened. And it wasn't, it didn't happen because of like convenience either. Yeah. Yeah. But so, it was a lifestyle change because going from Houston, mm-hmm. anybody that knows that they're from Houston, like yeah. that's a huge ass city. Mm-hmm. And then going to Oklahoma, like what was that like? What was that transition like? It was epic. Um, so in Houston, I, you have to live up to a certain standard. And like mm-hmm. in this, in the school I was going to, like, there's a, a very like edginess you want to have. And like, you want to have a persona of just like confidence. And it's really hard to do. I, I technically was a minority in my school. Mm-hmm. I'm a white woman. And I was one of like three white kids in my class. And wow. that was really rare for like the inner city schools. It wasn't rare, but for me, it was weird, but I was used to it. Like yeah. when I went to this like small town, I was just like, wow, this is strange. Like, this is actually like, there are so many more people of like my color. And I was like, still freaked out. Yeah. I was like, I moved to this tiny town. I'm like, where is everyone? (laughs) It was actually weird. (laughs) Um, but living in this inner city in like Houston and like going to all these like schools, it was strange to feel that way. And then go to like, I thought there were no swimming pools where I was moving. Like I thought we were going to have a dirt mud pile. I'm not kidding. The things I thought were strange. Um, and you know, if you wanted to go anywhere, everything's like a seven minute drive and there's no traffic. Yeah. Like, people walk to people's homes. That's so crazy. It, it is That's weird. a huge shift and yeah. change. How old were you when you moved? Uh, I was in the middle of eighth grade. So wow. I so moved, like, that's like your teenage years. I made puberty. all my friends, and, my friends that I had, I oh, left. Yeah. And like, you know, I will say it was probably a good time to leave. Cause I was leaving at the time when people really started getting into stuff that they shouldn't be getting into, yeah, which is, it's probably like a good thing we did go. Um, and then we, we got there and there's still all these temps, all these temptations and stuff that aren't so great, you know, that you shouldn't be going for, but when I lived in Houston, I was just this open little book and I had all kinds of little friends and stuff. And I was young, but as I went to this place in Oklahoma, I ended up, I was still this person and and I still was just like, let's party. Like, let's go like have a good time and break all these rules. (laughs) Like where's the club? Yeah. You know, know, I was this kid. And like, if you've ever seen the movie 13, like that was my life. Like I was that kid in Houston. And then I moved to this tiny little podunk town and it was way different. So I have this edge to meet myself as this like little white girl going to the society and I'm a little ghetto white girl. And they're like, who is this white girl? <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> I'm, I'm this white girl, <laughs> but there's a lot of other people and they're just like, Oh, Hey, let's go to church. <laughs> oh shit! And I'm like, sure. I know what that is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I go and, you know, and I, I go and I found a sense of community, which I thought was really cool. And there wasn't a lot of pressure to have like sexual contact with a lot of people. And there was some pressure to do that. I feel like in a bigger city, it was just really common to have more interactions like that. 
And while living in the small town, I still like, we went to parties. We had fun. Like we would go tip some cows. Just kidding. (laughs) We did go, we did go to some, we did have a lake in our town, which was super fun. But long story short, it was a huge cultural shock. And I was this kind of hoochie mama, you could say. Uh Coming from Houston. In this town. Yeah. And the people looked at me differently. But um, I made some really good friends and it was a full extreme. I would go to, I went to church. And it wasn't my parents. My parents didn't go to church. I'm the one who decided to go to church because the thing to do in this town was to go and join a youth group and to go to church. And that was great for me, in my opinion. I I loved it. If I was a parent and I knew my kid was going to youth group instead of like going to like the subway to hang out with some weirdos, like, right. That'd be a good moment. Right. Like we're proud. Like (laughs) have me on the back, please. Look at her making decisions. (laughs) (laughs) So I did. And you know, we, I loved it. I did. I I fell in love with Jesus and I fell in love with that moment of just having community that Mm -hmm. I didn't have. Cause my mom was a single mom. Like I was missing that as a child. I was missing that community piece. Like I had to take yeah. the bus to school. None of my friends lived by me. Like when I lived in Houston, but I was still the wild child, like yeah. out of my friends, I would still be the one who like wanted to get a little crazy. Um, but long story short, I grew up in a house where my mom was single for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And I saw her have heartbreak after heartbreak. So oh, wow. my, my parents divorced when I was about, when I was eight, which, you know, it was fine. Like it didn't bug me. I was like, cool. I'm going to go live in an apartment with my mom. Like I thought I was super excited. Yeah. Um, we, sh- she had a lot of different relationships okay. and I learned cause I started liking these guys that she would date. No way. Like, I was a kid yeah. and I was like, this guy's cool. Like I really like him. And like he's my new dad almost not really he's my my new my real dad wasn't even like that so I never really felt the dad part it was more of like a relationship okay like she had this relationship with them and then like they were really nice to me or like we would hang out with maybe his kids or something like that Mm -hmm. and so I felt this sense of community Community, that I might have been missing I was (laughs) so I ended up you know I ended up really falling in love with these people. And one time I fell so hard as a child. And this is such a testimonial to parents, like when they are dating to think about this stuff and people do now think about it so much more, but there was a testimonial of just like, you know, there was a moment where I decided, Hey, like these guys are leaving. Mm. And so I, as a, I guess I was probably 11 as an 11 year old, I had decided to not love anyone to say, Nope. Like this guy's probably going to go. Why would I, why would I love him? My mom would ask me, she's wow. like, Oh, what do you think of such and such? Yeah. And I would say, Oh, you know, he's great. At first I'd be like, Oh, I love him so much. I think he's amazing. And what if this guy's going to be gone from my life soon? So yeah. I think this is, is kind of just like a, a prerequisite to my, my story, but it's a moment where as a child, you're suppressing a feeling of love. Exactly. Yeah. And so I did. And um, I told my mom down the road, like she met my, my stepdad, Brian, who I love to death. Like we are so similar as people and yeah. he is one of the best humans I've ever met in my life. And he, um, when she met him, she's like, Oh, what do you think of him? I'm like, he's okay. Yeah. And I never let myself love him until the day they were getting married. Wow. Like I didn't ever say it. I didn't want to say it because I knew that if I said it, it probably wouldn't get, get to fruition. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, it was hard. Yeah. But so I ended up, 
that was something that I carried with me through my love life. And my love life is a very early, early story. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but I've dated guys after guys after guys. And I've, I've listened to some of your episodes and I mm-hmm. love all the stories. And there's a, there's someone who spoke about how, like, I would just date someone if they weren't the right one. I was like, see ya. Yeah. And then I think even one of your other people said like, I wish everyone came with like the side effects <laughs> yes, <laughs> written yes, on yes. them. And I think I saw those side effects yeah. right away because I was flags, like, yeah. I was like, mm, your car stinks. We can't be, we can't date anymore <laughs> as a kid. Right. <laughs> and so I did, I dated a lot of people, but I never like, I never like had sex with any of them. I've, I've only technically had sex with my husband, which is a very weird thing to me. Yeah. Cause I grew up. Is, it still feels weird after 15. Not now. No, yeah. but it's one of those things where people my age that I mean, I'm 33 and they're just like, oh, what? Yeah. Yeah. Like the same I mean, penis for 15 years. That's a lot. Yeah. But it's like, to me, it's you again, like there's moments where, so first of all, our story is kind of funny. We, we met and he, I mean, he was a virgin too. Like we're the only two people we've ever had sex with. (laughs) How old were y'all? So when we met, I was technically 16 going on 17. Yeah. And then he uh, was 18 going on 19. So I met him in my, I was going, it was the summer. So I was going into my junior year of high school. He was going into college. So older man, older man, two years. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and you know, I, when I first met him, we were in school and I saw him for the first time. We were technically in a fashion show together and we were in the same category. (laughs) Yeah. And like we volunteered for it It for a nonprofit and he was late. And I was, I was, I was pretty like sure to like do things. It, it, it takes a lot of confidence to ask someone out in my opinion. Yeah. And when I was younger, I was scared to have rejection, but then I was like, well, why wouldn't I try it? Yeah. So I literally was like, I had the confidence to ask him and I was all ready to do it. And then I ended up not doing it because he was late to the fashion show, mm. which is so stupid. Did it, um, check mark no. not a check mark I was so ticked off and oh, so shit. I even asked his brother his twin brother who was actually probably one of the most popular guys in school and my husband is not that guy he was like totally opposite <laughs> um but I asked his brother I'm like where is he and he's like well he got pulled over by a cop on his way to the no. show <laughs> so like, it wasn't meant to be I see <laughs> him already again. like yeah. Mm. yeah I see him again like fourth of July uh we were all at the lake and like I knew some of his friends and so we all hung out and like we were super flirtatious and I gave him my number and then literally that was it. And that was before self if cell phones were there they were in existence, but I didn't have one because I was allowed to have one. Yeah. We all know how to type like with numbers. Oh, for sure. So, so that was that time. And so, yeah, I didn't have the big Nokia. Like it wasn't allowed. Or the Blackberry. And, and I think it was just because my mom didn't want me to be able to get a hold of her anytime. Um, <laughs> so I did not have an Ikea or an Ikea. I did not have a Nokia. Nokia. Yeah. Um, so that happened and like, he got my number and my number was my house number. So oh, he, yes. he calls me at like midnight. Oh my gosh. Like a psycho. Cause <laughs> that's normal. Apparently if you have a cell phone, uh, my mom answered and yelled at him and she's like, don't oh, you dare ever no. call back again. <laughs> so that's it. Yeah. So we dated and dated and it was just a fun little moment, you know, that's like awesome. it is still happening. <laughs> yeah. So when did you realize that? It was just you. It was just him. There had never been sex between either one of y'all. And I mean, when did that come up? So 
the whole, I think like, I had sex. told him. So that's kind of yeah. funny. Yeah. I guess I can go back a little. So I had told him that I was a virgin mm-hmm. and he told me too, like, it just kind of, I'm a very open book. That, yeah. That's one thing that I yeah. think he really appreciated is I am very open about my feelings and just anything really. I mean, anything you can ask me someone mm-hmm. be like, let's talk about butt sex. Right. Um, yeah. I got you. <laughs> Um, I'm just like, why not? It's knowledge is power, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> knowledge about butt sex is power. Everybody should know. Everybody should know. And nobody knows till you try. So girl. So anyway, so we're like, we're having conversations about everything and you know, I, we both just find out, I don't even know like the instance, but I do know, you know, that it, it kind of made me feel comforted that he had also never been with anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't judging him for it at all. And you know, we coming from this world that I came to in, in Oklahoma was this, I, I joined the church and like, I decided to be in a youth group and all of these things. And we had a pact, like my good friend and I, we had a pact to like not have sex till we were married. Oh, and like, it was a non-denominational yeah. church and like very, very like classic of certain beliefs. And, yeah. and I was like, cool, let's do it. Yeah. And so like, I tell, I tell my, my husband, I'm like, we're not going to have sex till we're married. Not my husband, my boyfriend. Yeah. I tell him, I'm like, we're not going to have sex till we're married. He's like, okay. And I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> we did lots of other Was things. Was he but... in the church too? No. Okay. No. Um, he, he had said that he'd like gone to church a few times. <laughs> All of us had at that point. Yeah. Um, and that was fine. I was like, okay. And so, you know, he knew that I had a lot of faith and like that I felt a certain way and he was fine with it. Like he, awesome. which I feel like nowadays it would never be that case. No. I don't know. I feel like what's wrong with you. No, but, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so he was fine with it. And then we ended up <laughs> funny story. <laughs> My friend who we may, I made this pact with. Yeah. First of all, we had a friend that got pregnant at 16 in okay. school. And we were like, Mm-mm, no, we ain't doing that. Oh shit. Yeah. And, and then we didn't do that. <laughs> if you know, I have no children. <laughs> we did not do that. Um, regardless. And then, um, she one day like told me, she's like, well, I had sex. No <laughs> way. And this is my other friend. So my other friend who got pregnant, that's a different person. Yeah. This person, that's a different episode. Right? Yeah. Right. This person, <laughs> my, one of my best friends ever, she was just like, so we did it. And I, I think I'm pregnant. No. Uh, and I'm like, what did you use the condom? She's like, yes, but I think I'm pregnant. Like freaking out. You know, oh the fear gosh. of God is a, is a thing. I mean, at that age, hell yeah. The fear of no condom is the thing, but she had one. Mm. And so I'm just kind of like, yeah, okay. This is a moment that I cannot judge. And I literally just tell her, I'm just like, okay, well, you know, you should, you should go figure it out. And she's just like, I'm scared. I'm going to tell my parents. So she tells her parents, they ground her just so you know, like that was the punishment for having sex apparently. Oh, wow. You didn't go to hell. I mean, (laughs) you know, the devil wasn't like, I'm going to kill you. So first of all, once I found out that she had sex and she broke our pact, I literally called my husband, my, my boyfriend. And I was like, let's do this. No, it's on. (laughs) I didn't say that. But I did like get more like, cause I, I grew up very sex positive. I am, I am currently a sex, super sex positive person. Yeah. And I grew up, like I said, wanting to be like Samantha from sex in the city. So like having this thought that I was going to wait till I was married was kind of still strange to me, but I just wanted to have this pact with my friend and to God. And I was mm-hmm. like, let's do it. <laughs> it sounded good. And then she did it. Oh, <laughs> she didn't do it. it. And so I was like, well, this shit just hit the fan. I'm going to go have all the sex. <laughs> like the gates opened. But like, she can do it. I can do it. Welcome. 
yeah so I like I'm just I tell him one day I'm just like and there were even times where I was ready and he was like are you sure and I had to second guess so he's so polite and I was literally this horrible kid that would go and sleep over at my friend's house, but I stayed over at his dorm and his dorm was 45 minutes from my No way. Oh my God. My mom. You were so brave. I was a bad little kid. I was there for like a whole weekend and my mom never knew, but that she was the type of mom, like I said, that didn't want to have a cell phone because if she had a cell phone, then I could call her and talk to her at any time. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, okay, she's gone. Bye. Right. I'm sorry, mom, but <laughs> yeah, she, she was, she did not get the mom award. If she did is because she didn't notice anything. <laughs> she had two other kids to worry about that were like in prison and stuff. Okay. So that's oh, a whole nother episode. Oh gosh. Um, that's another, like, let's have more drinks. episode. <laughs> so I was, you know, I was with my boyfriend and we were in the dorm and, and I was like, I was like, Hey, do you want to take a shower? And like, so he, he's in a dorm room where the shower's in the middle and then there's a room on either side. So they just oh, okay. share, it's like a co-shower yeah. and it's just, yeah. just the two rooms mm-hmm. and he's in a room, uh, with his twin brother, my, my boyfriend. And then okay. on the other side, there's this guy named Mason and he's all by himself because his roommate like left. So anyways, they're all gone. And I'm like, Hey, do you want to take a shower? And he's like, or he's like taking a shower. And I was like, Oh, do you want to do that? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So like, it's so funny. This is so funny. So we get in the shower and it's like one of those tall, awkward showers <laughs> and the lights are off in this shower, like oh in the whole gosh. room, because like, it's way more, it's easier to get like real naked and then get in the shower with like the lights off. And so right, we, right. we get in this tiny shower and we're both just like, you know, we're both there, but the lights are completely off. And there's no windows in this room. And then I was like, you should go turn the lights on. <laughs> and he's just like, okay. So he like runs out of the shower, turns oh the light on and comes into the back of the shower. And then we're both just staring at each other. Oh my God. And I was like, you can look. And he's like, okay. Ah. <laughs> and he just like looks down, of course. Anyways. And we're just, you know, we just took a shower. That's it. And so then we go back into his room and I'm just like, Hey, do you want to wrestle? <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. Y'all want to wrestle? <laughs> Again, I'm from Texas. No. But I did say that. I'm like, hey, do you want to wrestle? <laughs> no, you I didn't. Totally, I totally did. I wanted to bone him. Okay. And, and I wanted his bone. Trying and, to give him the hint. And so we get in the bed and we're just like goofing around. And uh, naked or clothes? Oh, we're naked. Oh. And we're goofing around. We naked. know where this is going. It wasn't the first time where it almost happened, but it didn't just almost happen. And so, yeah, oh, straight up, I was like, do you want to have sex? He's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yes. And he's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yes, I want to have sex. He's like, okay. And then I'm like, do you have a condom? And he's like, no. Oh, no. And so here's the thing. Yeah. Everyone knows he's a virgin. He calls his brother. <laughs> do you have a condom? <laughs> And his brother never uses condoms. <laughs> Sorry, Alex. <laughs> no, he does not have a condom anywhere in the room. So oh, now shit. Alex knows that Thomas is a, my husband. His name yeah. is Thomas is about to lose his virginity. Oh my god! Literally, gosh. Alex knows this. I love it. So now Alex is telling everybody probably. <laughs> so now my boyfriend calls Mason, <laughs> of course. And Mason, he is a loud mouth no matter what. Hey, do you have a condom anywhere I could find one? <laughs> so then Mason's like, oh my god, yeah, there's a shelf on top of my bed. Like, go see if you can find one in there. There was one. Oh, it was meant to be. <laughs> yes, but when you have sex for the first time, you need more than one condom. Because <laughs> one and done. Oh, no. Basically, you're not a virgin, but it happened for three seconds, right? 
so, you are no longer a virgin, but that went by real fast. I believe it over. was over. <laughs> so, so that happened. Oh and now we're, I'm like looking at him. I'm like, we should do it again. He's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, do you have any more comments? He's like, oh. So he had to like get in his car. Oh he gosh. lit, we lit, he went to school in this tiny town. It was like yeah. a tiny town. So he literally gets in his car, goes to this Valero. If you, don't know, <laughs> you don't know what a Valero is. It's a gas station. He goes to this gas station, buys like a box of condoms, which was so nerve wracking to do because we've never had. Oh yeah. Your first time is always. So mm. he comes back and then it happened like three more times, but <laughs> go. <Goal. laughs> And then we couldn't stop. It was like rabbits after that. Like yeah. sex after sex after sex after sex. So did you guys, were y'all ever worried about, like, did you ever have the scare? Like, were you guys looking not like? There were moments, but like, I, we were really, really like, like I've, I've taken the morning after pill a few times, yeah. but we use a condom like so much because I don't want to get pregnant. And yeah. I never, ever wanted to. And so I was super, super protective. If anything, we were more scared about like getting caught having sex no way yeah because like it 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 happened a few times <laughs> but so it then, wasn't bad that you got caught or well so my going back to the sex positive yes. thing, like I was in eighth grade right when I was moving to it was just I guess could be child abuse but <laughs> moving to <laughs> Oklahoma on this road trip that I went on my mom is very like she's a very open person and I think that's probably also where I get my sex positivity from yeah is this just openness about just talking about any feelings you might have on sex and literally she told me about blowjobs when I'm like drive we're driving to tech or driving to Oklahoma from Texas so it's like an eight hour drive and she's like you're gonna totally put a dick in your mouth one day and I was like ew I'm never doing that right (laughs) and she's like oh you're fucking you up and I'm like what (laughs) but lo and behold I definitely have yeah (laughs) and so anyways but you know she's very much so very open about talking about and I definitely think that's where I got a lot of that from because I'm super open about it and um you know she deserved all that she got whenever she decided to be open with me about sex oh shit so she knows my husband my boyfriend I can't say my husband at that time right so she knows my she knows my boyfriend and she of course adores him and she was like it was like mother's day uh-huh. and I had been wanting to tell her that we were having yeah. sex because yeah. I like to be open about my life and I just didn't want her to walk in on us really <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like literally giving her a pedicure because like that's just our little thing I give her a pedicure on mother's day and so I'm giving her a pedicure and I already knew I was going to want to tell her and so I'm sitting there giving her a pedicure and she's like we're just starting to talk about sex. And I'm like, yeah, well, what would you think? And she's like, well, if I ever knew that you and Thomas were having sex, I would think very differently of him. And I'm just like, well, you should start thinking differently of him. Oh, (laughs) and she just looks at me. She's like, well, I hope you're being safe. (laughs) Oh my God. And I was like, well, I'm not an idiot. Yeah. And then, uh, that's like the easiest story. And then there's my dad. Oh God. And you know, Brian is my, he's my stepdad, but to me, he's like very much. So one of the men in my life that I will never ever forget. And he's to me, he's my dad, but I still call him Brian. And, uh, cause I met him, you know, when I was in about four, fifth grade, maybe sixth Mm -hmm. grade. Yeah. Anyways. And so he, um, it it was just me in the house. Like all my siblings have been gone and (laughs) this is a really silly story story. (laughs) So we're just like 
we, my husband, my husband, my boyfriend and I had been like, you know, doing it as much as we can because we're excited and right. we're basically rabbits at this point. So yeah. Um, well, I go to take out my trash from my room. And apparently what I ended up doing was there was a condom already in the basket that we had used. Uh-huh. And then when I put the bag in the basket, it stuck to the bag. Oh, so it was basically yeah. stuck on the outside of the bag. <laughs> and so when you go to take the trash out, you have to walk through the living room, through oh, the kitchen. Oh my God. The- so I go take the trash out and the condom falls <gasps> off of the bag. And my mom at this point, she already knew I was having yeah. sex. Yeah. But I guess, and this is some backstory, I guess she had never told my dad that yeah. yet. Like she had never told oh, him. Oh my gosh. And so this condom, apparently I go out the back door and get in my car. Like I never know. Yeah. My oh, dad no. finds it. <laughs> and I have a lot of backstory with this story. Yeah. So my dad finds it, all that. So there's this Mexican restaurant in our town. We would go every single weekend and we would spend hours there. Like mm-hmm. we, my parents would drink some Negro Mandelos. I would like have some free Mexican food and just enjoy my time with them. We would do that like every weekend. It was fun. And we went and that was just a good time. And, you know, it was just, it was a fun time. We were there for like three hours. Oh, wow. And we always were. We just chat. And so I come back home and remember my friend had sex before me. Right. And I gave her, I gave her a lot of shit for it. I was kind of frustrated and my parents knew about it. So I get back home where we all just get back home from going to the restaurant and I'm walking to my car and I'm about to go over to my friend's house. And he looks at my, 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 my dad just comes out of the garage and he's just looking at me and (laughs) and I'm just like, he's like, Hey, you Jamie. And I'm just like, what? He's like, he's like, can you explain this? <gasps> and he pulls oh a my God. no. Yes. He pulls a plastic baggie with a no. <laughs> out of his shirt pocket. Oh my God. I'm crying. <laughs> he pulls this oh plastic baggie. God. And he's like, can you explain this? <laughs> And I'm like getting in my car. Yeah. I look at him and I just take it from his hand. And I said, this is none of your business. No. (laughs) I'm like 16, like no 17. I'm like, this is none of your business. Oh my God. That's hilarious. And and I walk, I walk to the side of the house. Just all, "Mm, this is none of your business. Right. And, (laughs) And I throw it in the trash. And I walk back to my car and he's still standing. And he's like, well, I hope you apologize to your friend. No. (laughs) That's who he brings up. Because I gave her shit for having sex before marriage. No. (laughs) I love it. Instead of like, you're a bad person. He's not thinking about your friend. That's so cute. Oh my God. That's hilarious. So that's like the best story. I have even better addition to it. So, you know, like he goes to the garage, right? So like, as this like kid, I'm like, did he have that? Like while we were at lunch, like, did he have it the whole time or did he grab it from the garage and then then approach me? (laughs) Right. So like years, years later, years later, I'm talking to my dad. (sighs) I'm just like, Hey, I got a question for you. (laughs) And we're both drinking a little bit. Right. Right. Remember that time when you approached me with a condom? Oh my God. He's like, yeah. And I was like, did you have it when we were at El Patio the whole time? <laughs> he was like, yes, I did. No. 
because he was gonna bring it up then but then he couldn't because <laughs> we were having such a good time oh my god that's amazing so, oh. he literally had the condom a used condom <laughs> in his in pocket. pocket the whole time you were at freaking at lunch oh my god that's yeah, awesome that's my dad I love it. <sighs> so yeah. So like, I don't know, I think just my life in general, just that piece of it, you know, I talk to so many people all the time about sex. I am like, and my husband and I, we've been together forever, but we have amazing sex. Yeah. Like, I just had some of the best sex of my life, like two nights ago. Not, oh my God. Yes. yes. So let's back up. <sighs> let's back up. All right. So y'all ain't even married yet. No, but you're, you're, you know, Fucking like rabbits. Yeah, we don't get here until I'm 23, 24. So when did you realize like this was it? This is the only guy I'm ever gonna be with and each other. And like, did y'all ever break up? Did y'all ever have those problems where you're like, this is it? And then did you have a Rachel moment? Like where you know <laughs> Ross and Rachel Ross moment? Is Rachel. <laughs> like, they had one moment. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, so we broke up for one day. Wow. At our whole entire like relationship. Mm -hmm. And it was because I wasn't getting what I wanted out of the relationship. And don't get me wrong. We've had our ups and downs. Like I've been probably the worst human in the relationship (laughs) at one point. Um, But we, you know, especially going to college for the first time, like he was in college two years before I was. And so he experienced all of it. And when I experienced college, he was with me. Like we both stayed in the dorm for a while. And, and I ended up, you know, I was just, I felt a little bit blocked. Yeah. But we got through it. Like we really did when we did break up for that one day. So even out of like going back a little bit out of our first year of college, we ended up, we, I, I was in a dorm and so was he. And then we both moved in together mm. and that was a mistake. So we didn't break up or anything, but well, we did we broke up for one day, but <laughs> it was after I moved out. So because we y'all were living together. And we were just... living together and we had a roommate and we thought we could make it work, but I literally was just like, Hey, if we're going to stay together, we got to like not live together. And he was like, I agree. So we just mutually decided to live apart and we stayed together. And then out of nowhere, I was like, "Mm, let's break up. Mm. And I lost my damn mind. I just, when you break up, just say, you know, you should be busy the next day. (laughs) (laughs) All I did was watch sex in the city. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Which is a terrible idea, which I'm so glad we never actually officially broke up. Uh, But it was hard. I think just I'm a very fast thinker and mm-hmm. I had to realize like what I was missing. Um, and he had to grow a little, I think it, which yeah, 24 hours isn't really a whole lot to grow, <laughs> but it was more than that. So after we ended up getting back together, we both tried to think a little bit more. Yeah. And so that happened, but there were a lot of ups and downs and we figured it out. And what really kind of hurt our relationship was that I was the type of person that tried to push him away as much as possible Mm. because I knew I I wanted him to fight for me and he never did. Yeah. Which I think was actually good because he never, he, he knew I was playing with his brain a little bit. Like Mm -hmm. there are just times where you just want to push them away just so they can come back. Yeah. And I, I I did that a lot. And I realized when he stopped, like he he never did the whole moment of just like, okay, well, yeah, let me just go and fight for you. Like, no, he was the type of person or he still is. If you're just like, I'm no, like pissed or frustrated and like, Hey, whatever, then fine. Why don't we just like, forget it or something? He'd be like, well, if you're not going to fight for us, then why would I? Yeah. And that kind of like gave me a realization of just like, why do I keep doing this? Yeah. And I did it because of insecurities. That's why I Mm. did it. I did it because I wanted him to know he had a way out. 
And that goes back to my childhood. And with the fathers that are the guys that your mom dated. Yep. It goes didn't. It goes back to all of that. Yeah. I kept on trying to give him a way out just in case he wanted mm, it. Mm-hmm. And I will say it completely changed when we got married. Really? When we got married, I was like, there ain't no way out, dude. We're stuck. <laughs> yeah. Like it's forever now. And yeah. we get in these like passionate arguments. We still do. And honestly, it's actually been a while. Um, But they keep you, they keep you more passionate about each other. Yeah. But that's healthy. I've been told even with like mm-hmm. longevity, like you need oh, yeah. to fight for something, right? Yes. Yeah. And I will say like, I've learned so much about my personality, my body, mm. because I've been with the same person for such a long time and I have these same arguments. And so each time you get better and better, mm. <laughs> I also have a way better memory than he does now. <laughs> so. so like, even with sex, like it's like gotten better over oh, time and yes. like what, what do you guys do to, to make it like, to keep it fresh, keep it fresh. Or... Um, we have some toys, <laughs> but it's like, and no toys were introduced like real pretty recently, actually. Really? Um, but even just like discovering like butt play, like yeah. that was something that I personally really like and I didn't really know I did. Mm. Um, and it's so um, brought it up. Cause the guy was, I, I think it was me. Guy. Oh, okay. I am really more so the guy in the relationship. Okay. And he could probably totally agree with that. With like sex or overall? Just even personality yeah. too. Yeah. I am the one who's like, okay, cool. I'll figure it out. He's like mm-hmm. planning everything. Yeah. I'm not that person. Like I'll plan our trips and stuff, but like he plans everything out. That's I am so just funny. like, let's go and figure it out. Yeah. So I'm very much so, and I have brothers, like I just come from that world. Yeah. But he is very much so a planner. But yeah, like he bought me. <laughs> a toy. It was a butt plug <laughs> for, I think it was like my 30th birthday and I'm only 33. So mm-hmm. it just kind of started happening. And, and we just, we, we talk about a lot of stuff and we're very like, if, I mean, I mean, we've done it all. Like, yeah, we've, we, I've tied him up. He's tied me up. Like <laughs> I get spanked. He gets, no, yeah. I don't spank him, <laughs> so, but yeah, we keep it really like, I think we keep it super fresh and I it's not that we don't want to, it's not even have to try. Like yeah. it's a yeah. moment of just wanting it. Yeah. That's amazing. And we really do try to even like, like if I tell him, like if I initiate sex, mm-hmm. usually we're going to have sex. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes he's tired, but he's usually just so polite about, he's a very giving person. I've yeah. found out over time. So I'm very lucky, but he, he's not very pressuring or anything mm-hmm. like that. And like, he'll just I don't know, like when a man touches you in a certain way, you're just kind of like, well, that just pushed that right button. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> when he does. I love it. So I don't know, like we do, we keep, we try to keep it really fresh and I try to, and there's, don't get me wrong. There's moments where we haven't had sex in like two weeks. Yeah. Oh which, my God. Two weeks. I know. Oh my gosh. You're like, fuck you. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but there are some times where we don't but for like it. two weeks and, yeah. and that's actually a long time for a married couple. Yeah. Um, well, I would say you're rare. Yeah. it could be longer than that. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. So after 15 years. Yeah. Especially after 15 years. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Kudos to you guys. Thank you. He's a, he's a one of a kind person that I've, I've noticed because you meet when you go through life, you meet other couples, mm-hmm. especially as a couple and you meet these couples and you, all you do is you compare yourself. Yeah. It's very common to do that. And I've noticed just certain relationships and certain things. And you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. Like you have right. no idea. And there are moments where we'll go home and we just literally commiserate about these people. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're like, okay, I don't know. You can, you're, you're just, everything's a mirror, right? You yeah. look at it. You're just like comparing it. And 
even just like, I'll watch a show and I'm just like, oh man, like, look what they just did. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, mm, if I approach my husband that way, is that going to happen? Right. So I don't know. There, there are just a lot of moments of what if this happens? Mm-hmm. So, so you're open to like, whatever. Yeah. I'm super open. And I mean, oh my gosh, we have sex in weird places sometimes. Yeah. And I, I think it, it just keeps it interesting. I love it. I'm yeah. all about public sex. Bring it on. Oh yeah. Is he your soulmate? Do you believe in soulmates? I do and I don't. Mm. So, cause like I know people in my life that, you know, their spouse has maybe passed away mm-hmm. or, and I'm a firm believer. Like I would hope that when I pass away that my husband and I are together, like at the end yeah. of life. But yeah. if I pass away before he does, I would hope you could find another person and I'll fucking curse her from beyond. <laughs> that's what will happen. <laughs> but in all reality, I am a little like, I'm pretty selfish, but <laughs> I personally don't want him to find anybody and I want yeah. to be miserable. Right. But <laughs> he doesn't know that. Like you're not going to tell him that. <laughs> I'm just joking. I think that, you know, if he finds someone and if I die now, he yeah. has so many more years above him. And it's like, that person could be his soulmate. Yeah. And so I do think that there's a right person. And I also, the weirdest thing though, is like, I do think things happen for a reason mm-hmm. and he is a humble, incredible human. I had some really weird things going on with my life growing up and he can put up with all of them. Mm-hmm. And so having that is so much, it's so important to me. And yeah. so to me, he's my person. Yeah. He's my best friend, but I have other best friends, but right. he's my best friend. I want to have sex with. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> So he's that. And also, you know, there's a moment where you go through life with someone and I do have these best friends, but I'm going to tell him things that I won't tell anyone else. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, I'll be this judgmental bitch to him. <laughs> yeah. I'm not that way and you guys are growing up together. Literally. Yes. Like it's amazing. very special and we're very, very lucky. And I pray that nothing ever bad happens. <laughs> not right. Happen. Yeah. But if it does like, you know, he needs to find someone that's just as good as me. It's never going to happen, but he could try. He could try. He could try. <laughs> and what if he passed away? Would you think that you would try to look for? No, like- I, I would just be Samantha at that point. Okay. Yeah. That that's, makes that's my fallback. That makes sense. <laughs> Live your best life, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I am. But if, if I were, if he were to pass away, I would just be the Samantha I thought I was. <laughs> I'll just Fulfill that from, dream. From all the moments, <laughs> I will have a competition in my life for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I will be the 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 woman wanderer. I love it. So, what are some lessons that you've learned along the way with being with this one person and like growing up with them? And like, what is something that has just kind of like evolved for you over the years? Honestly, you know, when you are with someone for so long, you find out lots of traits about yourself. Mm-hmm. You find out the good and the bad because you you in you end up repeating mistakes all the time. Uh-huh. And so when you repeat a mistake, it ends up being knowledgeable to you. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh wow, maybe I'm just insecure about that. Yeah. Or maybe I just feel a really certain way that, you know, I should probably think more about it. So I do think, you know, just with us, we we were young. And so we argued a lot and mm-hmm. we didn't force a whole lot of things, but we definitely worked through it because of the passion. Yeah. And so I really do feel like I learned a lot about a lot of patience because oh, yeah. this man is quite possibly the most patient person I've ever met in mm-hmm. my life. And awesome. I am not a patient person. <laughs> 
at all, <laughs> but he has taught me to be extremely patient. And also he has a horrible memory. <laughs> and I've learned that when we argue, if I remember everything we've said, I'm going to win the argument. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and he's so bad at that. And I think like, that's really important though. That means you're a good listener. Right. He, is, he is a really good listener. Yeah. But when we're arguing, no one's listening. Yeah. And so I learned to really listen when people argue. <laughs> Because that's how that's a weapon. That's right. Weaponizing. <laughs> uh, note to self. So when I learned that when you argue to weaponize things, <laughs> isn't that a great answer? I mean, it makes sense. Um, so we, I don't know. I, I've learned that. I've learned. Um, I think patience is honestly just the biggest piece. That's and awesome. and I, he's just. I don't know. I'm super lucky. I have friends that say he's like an anomaly, and I'm like, mm, yeah, I know. Okay, yeah. stop telling me. <laughs> You're giving him too much credit. <laughs> He's the only one in this relationship. Uh, he's, he's just great. And like, we've gone through adventures together. We've learned what we'd like together. And so that's yeah. been really fun. So like, because you guys have been together for so long, what's the craziest thing that you've, you've done, you know, sexually? <laughs> you've done a lot of crazy sex <laughs> or whatever you want to share, whatever you want to share. Well, there's been an olive orchard. There's been a random tree what? in the park. <laughs> So we got the olive orchard, the ram tree, the park, and then the theater. <laughs> mm, that's on my, yes. So the theater, I mean, there's probably more, um, few wineries. the olive orchard in Italy was fun, but so the best one, and this is public sex I'm speaking of, um, which is pretty risque in my, opinion. is it hard to do? I've done it, but it's always been like planned and like in the middle of nowhere. So we didn't probably, Oh, see, that's what I need. And life. usually he's always like down and he's like, I'm the one who plans it. As you know, I plan yeah. everything, Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I don't plan it. <laughs> It's still spontaneous. Okay, this sounds pretty funny. Um, and I'm ironically going to visit the city literally tomorrow. Um, so we lived in California. And uh-huh. my mother-in-law, she is a choreographer. She did it for a long time in theater. Okay. And it's awesome. She does such a good job. So okay. I think it was, I don't know, two Christmases ago, we went to San Jose. That's where we lived for about five years in California. Went to San Jose and and we're going back and we're having a good time. And we go to the theater with her and like, she's in the audience with us. And, but she choreographed the whole show. And so mm-hmm. she's watching this big, like huge, beautiful Christmas production. And it's super it. fun. And so I just like, I know where we are. Cause I used to work in this like actual neighborhood. It's in downtown Santa Santa. I used to work in the neighborhood and there's all these like little, almost catacombs in the back mm. of all these, like you can walk down out of the theater and there's like a bathroom over here. And then there's a bar over here and there's a restaurant over here. And they're all just like in this one building. You don't even have to go outside and get all of this stuff. Yes. And so I, I lean over and I'm like, Hey, you want to go to the bathroom? And he's just like, huh? (laughs) And I'm like, let's go to the bathroom. He's like, okay. (laughs) So this is the show. It kind of started. We'd been watching it for a little while. So we go to the bathroom and we're like banging in the stall Mm -hmm. and he's like behind me. Right. It's like way easier because I'm tall and he's tall. Um, <laughs> so he's banging me and I know nothing's going to happen on my end. Right. Right. Um, it's just sexy at this point. I'm not going to come <laughs> like, and also you're not touching my vagina right now. We're in a public bathroom. <laughs> oh my no, God. No fiddling of the bean. <laughs> Don't even. <laughs> um, so anyways, yeah. this is probably like, actually this is probably like three years ago. It was way before even COVID or anything. Yeah. <laughs> you're making me think about your hand sanitizer episode. <laughs> So, so I'm like, sitting, um, we're, we're banging, right? All of a sudden you're ding, ding, ding. It's fucking intermission. Oh shit. And we're still banging. And 
there is only three stalls in for the whole theater for women. No. And we're oh, in the God. women's bathroom. Of course. And so we're in the biggest stall. And I'm just like, it's intermission. And you hear these just people coming oh, to the bathroom and no. you hear the line forming. Like it's a big yes. line. And <gasps> he's still banging me this whole time. <gasps> and I'm just like, I'm like, I'm like, hey, I'm like, it's intermission. It's intermission. And he's like, he's like, oh crap. And I'm like, people are lining up outside. He's like, oh no. And I'm just like, he's still going. I'm like, are you going to finish? He's like, I'm not stopping now. <laughs> so, so he finishes. I love it. And, <laughs> and so now we're both just in the stall yeah. and, I, and I'm like, we have to leave. Like there are so many people that have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. And he's just like, what? <laughs> And I'm just like, there's so many people. And so the line goes out of the bathroom into this like long hallway. It's a woman's bathroom. And this hallway is this area that there's a bar. You can walk like four different places. There's a bar, there's a theater, there's the men's, like all of these people are gathered Mm -hmm. right there. And so I'm just like, we're walking out. And so I open the door, I walk out of it. And it's not dark. Like it's a light, like everything is super open and light. So I walk out of the bathroom and then he just is like walking out of the bathroom. The walk covered shame. We walk out of the bathroom and there's a bartender like coming out of the bar, oh like, I don't know, monitoring things. And he just looks at us and he goes, stop doing stupid shit. No. <laughs> yells it in front of, he yells it in front of everyone at the, <gasps> everyone. Oh my God. I and love it. I, love I just it. look at this bartender and my husband's still like, he's got, yeah. he's like covering his face. I just look at this bartender. I go, there was nothing stupid about it. <laughs> Of course not. <laughs> so we walk upstairs. We go into the theater. We're yeah. sitting down and it's bright in there. Yeah. And remember, we're now at the beginning of intermission. We have just done yeah. the walk of shame in front of yeah. every person in that theater. Everybody. So a couple comes in. They're pointing at us and they're talking. No. Another couple comes in. They're pointing. At they're their t- pointing at you guys. Oh, they're sitting in their chairs. Damn. We have the whole theater like basically talking about our, our Damn. sex. Yeah. Right. Mm. So now I'm like, oh my God, my mother-in-law knows all of these people. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, what do I do? Okay. I'm just going to tell her. Cause if not some strangers would tell her. Right. Oh yeah. Like at this point. <laughs> so I look at God. Thomas. I'm like, I'm like, Hey, I'm like, we have to talk to Carol. Oh my God. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I mean, I'm looking around like, do you see everybody? <laughs> oh my God. And so he's just like, well, whatever. And so I go and I'm like, Hey, Carol. So I just don't let you know. Do you see all these people? And she's like, why are they all looking at us? And I tell her everything. <laughs> I'm like, and so that's what happened. <laughs> she was like, good for you. Oh, I love it. Oh, that's awesome. That was my fun little. Yeah, I should have gotten up and just bowed and been like, you're welcome. <sighs> you're welcome. And you have no sex life. <laughs> <laughs> Not my fault. I bow sex. and that's what I say. Thank you very much. And then the, the show went on. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. That's amazing. Yeah. That is something that is like hashtag relationship goals. <laughs> and like, that was yes. like, I don't know, three, four years ago. I love it though, that you guys keep it spontaneous oh, and yeah. it just does not, oh, like, you don't get fucked. I've had sex in an orchard in Italy and olive orchard. I love it. We've done the things. I love olives. That's fun. <laughs> I love olives too. Are they aphrodisiacs? Are they? I don't know about olives. I know oysters are. Oh, yeah. I know oysters are. We should look up all the I'll probably just make it there. You're the best. That would be great. Yeah, we uh, we try to. It's, it gets sometimes like, you know, you just kind of 
bang one out. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's yeah. the best. It's a fun story. And no kids. You guys don't no kids. No kids. No kids. No kids. We I, I was a nanny for a while for twins, a boy oh. and girl. But... And you're married to twins. Which yes. by the way, I think is the coolest. I yeah. Know. It is cool, but his brother's completely opposite. Yeah. But yeah, um, we we don't. We don't really want kids, you know, and it one of my great friends just had a baby for the first time and I've learned so much. Um, oh, yeah. but the love for a child is very epic. I've noticed, but I have nieces and we just, we want to travel and see things. And Same, I think the independence of not having the kids are amazing for us. Yeah. But the dream of people that do have kids, that's, that's their dream. Yeah. For me, I'm like, I want to see every edge of this world. Yeah. So I don't want to have kids. I, if anything, if I do cross that bridge, it would be adoption, but it's never fostering been fostering is a great start. I don't know if I'd want to do that. But most like people who do intense. adopt start with fostering. I think you almost have to at this point. Sometimes you don't hardcore. if it's like a closed adoption, but anyway, it's, yeah. it's that's what we thought too. Like we yeah. would foster, but then I was like, can I go live on a sailboat for a while? Yeah, let's wait. <laughs> well, that's my whole thing. It's like, okay, hey, hello, I still got to get a boyfriend. One and two, I'm going to be his girlfriend for at least like 40 years because yeah. I want to enjoy all of that. <laughs> let's play a game. Woo! Let's do this. Do it. Do it. You know about my games. Steve, I, you're like my biggest fan. Oh, I, do, <laughs> I do know about your games. I love it. What is all this? Right. This is the, um, the quickie. One or the other, right? Yes. You one or the other. other. I have some explanations for some of these. <laughs> uh, bring it on, girl. <laughs> I don't hold anybody back. Elope or wedding? Oh, wedding. 100%. Threesome or just us two? Oh, have y'all ever gone outside? What do you mean? Like, would you ever do a threesome? Oh, you read the back. Um, no, no, okay. I'd be way too jealous. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably cut a bitch. It's fine. or or a guy, right? Size matters, or size does not matter. Size does not matter. Truth hurt your partner, or lie and not hurt your partner. I would say truth. Okay. Netflix and chill, or tickets to a concert. No. Concert. Yeah. Kiss every day or hug every day. Kiss, but I I'll, both right. Both you kiss me, give me a fucking hug. Are you romantic or not? I'd say I'm. I definitely am. Okay. Give or receive. Oh, receive. <laughs> <laughs> fun date or expensive gift. Oh, fun date. Uh, sex toy or going down on you. Sex toy. Okay. Let's see. French kissing or just plain kissing. Well, French kissing leads to sex, so it depends oh, on my mood. Okay. <laughs> depends on if I had like how many showers <laughs> morning sex or right before bed sex both uh, I like both let's see top or bottom top watch erotica or read it read it would you rather hold hands or have your arms around each other hold like, hands I like, I like both but I the, the hand holding is just so intimate yeah I agree yeah. watch porn or make a sex tape watch porn yeah ain't nobody uh-uh <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to see that no, 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 no. i mean the lighting has to be great which that means the lights will be off it'll be a it'll be a black screen going <laughs> that's my sex tape <sighs> laundry or naked naked okay but i uh, love i love some good laundry i do love some good laundry dirty in the bedroom or romantic in the bedrooms <laughs> i like both but dirty is probably my go-to mm -hmm. lover or fighter well i don't know depends on the circumstance i'm probably a fighter yeah yeah uh have a quickie or last an hour 
Oh, clicky, because I can have four of those. <laughs> Fetish or fantasy? Fetish. Have someone hear you make love or see you make oh, love? Oh, hear. My okay. neighbors probably hear us all the time. Okay, last one. Be tied up or tie up your partner? Be tied up. Yes, queen. If I had to pick the, the dom, it would definitely be. <laughs> yeah. Not me. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything you haven't tried that is like on your list of, hmm, hmm. want to try that? I think I'd want like from your episode with, I think it was Kelly. Yeah. I totally want to like rent a dungeon now. Right. I'm going to Airbnb a dungeon, whatever it was we'll called. I don't that. know what it was called, but she, she I'm said I'm pretty it. sure it's in my notes. It's like I'll a key, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it's like the Airbnb yeah. for a kink. Yeah. No, I, I want that I have now and oh, I want to make that happen. Yeah. I'll get that info yeah. for you. Okay. I think that would be like, literally, I was like, oh my God, I have to look that up. <laughs> right, at, right after she Girl, it's in my it. notes somewhere. Trust me. I think that would be probably on my list. Um, and maybe just like getting some more toys and acquire, yeah. like I want some nipple clamps. Hmm. Would you pierce your nipples? No, but yeah. I do want nipples. I think just like having them. Yeah. I don't think I could put a hole in it. <laughs> some people thing. can. And it's that's a thing. It's a thing. I'm, I'm good. I don't know if I could either. No. Mm. But yeah, I like all the other things. <laughs> Love it. And I love you. And I'm so thankful you joined us for my season finale. I'm so glad I got to end it with you. And it's going to be, you know, you're welcome back anytime. I I adore you. And thank you so much. And thank you for everybody that's listened so far. Thank you for being part of season two. And we just have bigger and better things ahead of us. So thank you so much, everybody. And thanks so much, Jamie, for joining us. I'm so happy. Yay!